0: What key are we in, G? Yeah. We live. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Guys, uh, my name is Shama and uh, I'm getting my Prius painted. I'm going to pick it up today. That's just an introduction about me. My uh, 07 Prius is getting a uh, new coat. <laughs>
1: like,
0: <laughs> brand new. Still an 07 Prius, just spanking shiny new paint. That's it.
1: My name is PD, and I am the third Papa John's former employee that's in the room right now. <laughs> Every, everybody in the room has worked at Papa John's.
0: You gotta, you gotta do your, you gotta do your time. Uh, PD's kind of uh, already teased the guest. Or, you know, you know, one thing, about it. you know, everything you <laughs> need to know about the guest uh, former ex pop Johnson No, I'm just kidding. Um, so um,
1: I did really four good. months is probably the shortest
0: I did. I was about to hit five years Dang. and I, re- I remember the somebody had told me, hey, when you hit five years, you get like a pen or something. And <laughs> I remember praying to God. <laughs> you didn't hit there. Yeah, I was like, God. I love you and I love this. Yeah, I like I tolerate this job. Yeah. would you get a and plaque a Thank you for You get a plaque and a pen. Uh, and I was like, God, I don't want to be here for that long. <laughs> and God answered my prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I was a couple months I was like two or three months shy of, of five years. Ah oh, man, but I did my time. Um, guys, our guest today, uh, he is a theologian. A, we're all
2: theologians shama
0: we are yes but you you sir <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, deserve the the title um he is a uh the owner of blessed beard oils yeah uh, which is you know a conglomerate of beard oils and combs and brushes and everything else that everything the man, need man needs. all those guys out there who can grow beards unlike myself and pd <laughs> So is everybody else but us two? <laughs> yeah.
2: I got something for you too. Don't don't feel too left out.
0: I appreciate it. Yes, you do, and you have. I still have it. I use it, man. I'm, awesome. I, I use it sparingly. I'm not yeah, trying to Yeah, you I, know, you don't want to use it all. Out. <laughs> and um, father of two, husband of <laughs> one. Of one. <laughs> not
2: not doing any of this uh, patriarchal thing. Yeah, and, you're not uh, doing Mormonism you're too. Not doing no. I mean, no, I'm, d- I'm I mean, doing it. Heck, <laughs> I and mean, even got uh, all the other patriarchs did some pretty crazy things, but oh yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> no, we don't do that. That's not the Pendergrass way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on the show today, David Pendergrass. David, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh
2: no no no! Thank you for having me. I love. I feel blessed.
0: We're saying thank you for joining us, even though we're here at your office. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, it's it's an honor. Um, Yes, Papa John's was you know a special place. uh,
0: Let me let me ask you this because I feel like you told me how did you end up how did you end up there.
2: So, all right. So I graduated Erskine College in 2012, May of 2012. Um, I actually started working at the Chick-fil-A on Pelham Road uh, in April. I okay. got the job before I left the college. I would drive up um, when my shifts were from Due West to yes. Greenville. Um, the, the plan was to be able to move into leadership fairly quickly, got a different plan. So after six months, I left there, ended up taking two jobs, worked at Christmas tree shop, Yes. Yes. And Papa John's. So I would do deliveries, and then a lot of times I would go and work third shift at um, Christmas Tree Shop. So I would work from like six to six. Um, My wife worked at Christmas Tree Shop. We would do um, third shift together, restocking the store, resetting it between holiday seasons. I know it's called Christmas Tree Shop, but we did hard every holiday season. (laughs) And literally, you'd come in on a Tuesday, and it would be Halloween. And you'd come in on a Thursday or on a Wednesday, and it would be Thanksgiving, like we would be there yeah. all night taking things down, taking them out, putting new stuff up, restocking all the shelves. Um, it, but the thing is, like, it was really awesome to be able to work with my wife. Yeah. Um, at Papa John's, I was there for about six months, so just barely got you beat out. Nah. Be- be- um, beat Just barely. Yeah. But uh, honestly, the time there was good. I still defend Papa John's to this day when people are talking about these other places that serve quote-unquote pizza yeah Um, i don't defend it as an organization but the pizza i defend (laughs) absolutely i mean the pizza there's just there's not comparison let me
0: let me ask you this when did you you were what did you graduate with from erskine
2: so i went in as a uh freshman in in college going i'm going to double major in bible and philosophy and i'm going to go forward to get my master's and i'm going to get my phd and come back and teach and god laughed um (laughs) Like that's a, uh,
0: that's a Jewish proverb, yeah plans God laughs, yeah I think it's the best four words absolutely
2: ever. <laughs> it's it's totally true because I made it um about one or two classes into my philosophy major and realized that i it was not right for me. I like philosophy just not then and not in as a major so um I graduated in twenty twelve with a degree in biblical studies uh I began seminary uh, made it about a year in and then the fall of 2013 was when my son was going to be born, so I decided it was probably not a good idea to start that fall semester because that would be when finals were. Um, so I took the, the right decision to stop seminary, and everything else kind of played out from there. And God has, I mean, it's one of those things that, you look back and you go, man, I, this is not what I expected, yeah, but, it's exactly what I needed. Um,
0: and I, yeah. that was what a way to put it because I wanted I wanted to ask you about, um. There is so much to be said about there are people, you know, you feel called by God mm-hmm. and you go. And that was one thing that was very frustrating for me at the time because I went to a Bible college and then people were like, what kind of ministry are you going to do? And what church are you going to work out? What are you going to do? And then, you know, all these people are hyping you up and patting mm-hmm. you on the back. Yep. And then, you know, you're stocking shelves. You're delivering pizza. You know, just like doing these. I remember I used to install um, cash register, like computers. Hey. For one summer, we uh, we I work with this company. And they'd bus us down to Florida, and we'd do this. Dang. And uh, it's like, it, I'm I, I'm doing the Lord's. You know, how do you justify, especially for you? Just yeah, I mean, talk about just talk about you know, being in this position where you are. You just feel like everything's, and God's gonna work it all out. And you have all these big plans, but then you're like, okay, well, just do this for.
2: The question, Mark.
0: yeah, yeah, t- until,
2: yeah. yeah, um well, I mean, it's it's just something that I look back on and 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 have that determination. It's definitely not something I've looked at in the time. I mean, my wife can' attest that throughout all my steps working at Chick-fil-A, there was a lot of frustration there. There was a lot of time I come home just feeling defeated because I wasn't doing what I thought I was doing. um There were times at Papa Johns and at Christmas tree shop, and later on, I worked at Best Buy for just under five years as well. Um, I was actually, I was frustrated, though. I really wanted to hit that five-year mark because I was like, I freaking put five years in this company. Yeah. I better get something out of this. Um, yeah. But I just barely missed that. Um, so, I mean, there, there were definitely times when I left those jobs just feeling like – and this is – I mean, again, you look back and you realize how selfish and how um, – Narrow-minded is to feel like I deserved better, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done more and I've done this, and I was a Bible major and I should be able to go do this and that. And yeah, well, yeah. guess what? I mean, sometimes you do what is necessary. Um, getting married, having kids, it reprioritizes what's important in your right. life. Um, I eventually realized, and I think I, I think at one point I just had to get out of Best Buy. It was just time to get out of retail. But I eventually was able to look back at a difficult 2018. Um and back at the times when other jobs, I just realized that God is in control regardless. Yeah. Um. And I probably had a better ministry being who I was and mm. being a an unabashed Christian yeah. working at Best Buy. Um. I mean, I, I look back at a a time at Papa John's actually that um I didn't think I was anything special. I just would come to work and would be glad to have a job and enjoyed the people I worked with. And I got to meet you there. Yeah. Um, and I remember talking to one of the shift leaders once and she was like, Hey, are you okay? You just, something, something seems off. You're not the same like chipper, smiley person you are. And I didn't even realize I wow. had changed. And that just my attitude was different yeah. just because I'd come to work and yes, it's Papa John's and yes, it's making pizza and delivering pizza, but it's a way to minister to people just by being there, by being Someone that's not always complaining about your work, um, and I got to actually speak to that somewhat more at Best Buy when I would more particularly talk to people about the gospel, or I would challenge them in their their like atheistic thoughts. Or once I actually got to tell my boss, um, he asked me like, "Why, basically, why why are you so happy, or why are you, why is it that you seem to enjoy yourself here, and every other supervisor just seems to be like dredging through the day?" I was like, yeah. "Well." And I feel like I probably could have been more poignant about this, but I mean, I kind of just said, you know, I'm, I'm working for God and and not, not just to make you happy. Um, and it, the Bible major gave me a good foundation on how to, to know what was true. Yeah. And then I think that God put me in situations that forced me to live what is true.
0: That reminds me of a quote that I heard a long time ago that said, uh, is uh life happens while you're making plans mm-hmm. yeah. and that's one of those things where i'm like i wish i wish i would have known that sooner because <laughs> you really do kind of uh, well not neglect but you end up i don't know I, I feel like i'd be we'd all be less frustrated you know if you realize you know the the, the times where i was thinking forward thinking mm-hmm. ahead you know honestly with just with pure intent were the times that I was frustrated about where I was.
2: Yeah. yeah. And that's, you well, know, you're the, like,
0: well, that oh, life was happening. They're just
1: delusions. Yeah. It's not.
0: Cause you think you're like, Oh, I'm like, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm frustrated. But mm-hmm. life is happening during that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're making friends. For you, us now, you yeah. know, like you had kids, you know, a kid was growing yeah. and your relationship with your wife is maturing and mm-hmm. all these things. And, you know, you go to church, but there is this, you know, there's this like, you know, middle way kind of frustration. You're like, oh, yeah, I could, I, I
2: air, air quotes. I'm better
0: than this. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. I mean, yes, we. but no. Yeah.
2: And it's just one of those things where, again, you look back and you see this, but I definitely yeah. didn't see it at the time. No, I would come home just fighting mad about different things for whatever reason, right. for whatever thing it was. But I mean, 2018 was a really, uh, foundational year i lost two jobs um it was a year that god really humbled me into realizing that it's not me that's this making these things successful it's it's god is blessing me yeah. and Amen. every job i had had prepared me for what i am now and i i can look back and honestly point to things that i did at the other jobs that had i not done them had i not been challenged had i not um i mean using one of best buys uh mantras you know learn from challenge and change had I not learned that I mean that's an incredibly powerful Mm. phrase that you had to do in retail because things change all the time but also just in life it's really good to know that you really should learn from challenge you should Mm. learn from change you shouldn't run from it you shouldn't fear it Um, God uses those things Um, again it's one of those things that Best Buy is not seeing this in a gospel (laughs) way but absolutely learn from challenge and change I think
0: in uh pity you're still in the in the industry in the trenches of the <laughs> of that work but hey yeah. man once I start making more money you're my first employee
2: oh, <laughs> hey, my snapped. second maybe sweet <laughs> I guess you, you should probably be your first employee <laughs> I should be yeah. oh
0: yeah <laughs> no uh, no. Nah, prioritize me
1: over yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd hire my son if he could work a computer hey but, just give him like a year or two <laughs> just just you wait <laughs> and I'm like I need you to edit all this footage right now um, yeah but there is I I I think there is something so. Uh, it, you hate it. This is very. This is a very dad term, but mm-hmm. working jobs like that <laughs> builds character. It really, really does. I've got. I have so much respect when I go to restaurants now. Oh my gosh! To just waiters and waitresses and people behind counters, mm-hmm. and just and anytime I see somebody like you know mistreat or say something up I'm like you don't even know let's yeah. just 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 let it just let it go absolutely yeah. yeah
1: i don't whenever that i mean that does happen you know people are really rude but i don't take it personally cuz i just i don't know i'm just thinking about them i'm like what what happened to you that you would <sighs> yeah <laughs> who <laughs> that hurt you, you? That you'd yell at me yeah i just think it's
2: funny most yeah. of the time
0: yeah, it is.
1: <laughs>
2: now I will also say that having yeah. worked in those industries, you also you you have a you have a, a good sense of humility to understand what they're going through. Yeah. But then again, when you have the one that's really bad at what they do, you're like, oh my gosh, I've done this. <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, man,
2: it's a little bit of both.
0: It's figuring it all out. And David, we're gonna get to um, we're gonna get to kind of like you know what's your what you're currently in right now at the end of the show. Um, and we'll, you know, not at the end, -end. and we're we're going to give you 10 seconds to plug everything. No, no, no. (laughs) But, uh, so, I mean, as you know, this podcast is called church stories and we believe that you laugh the hardest
1: when you're not supposed to,
0: and you're you're not supposed to laugh at a lot of, uh, I feel like you'll have that plan. That was too too perfect. We've, we've said that a lot. We're 50, (laughs) we're like 60 episodes deep. Right. (laughs) But, um, yeah, man. What is what are some uh, what are some experiences uh, in church oh, that man. you uh, that you are comfortable <laughs> and bold enough to divulge?
2: Right. Well, now? Well, so I grew up in Georgia. Um, okay. I grew up uh, ARP, and I'm going to throw out lots of fun acronyms that we will <laughs> divulge into. So ARP stands for Associate Reformed Presbyterian. Um, it is historically one of the oldest Presbyterian churches in the country. Um, it came over from Scotland. It is only predated by the PCUSA, but it's not the PCUSA that we know today. It was a previous PCUSA that has broken and splintered and reformed and splintered again. So it's one of the oldest denominations in the country. We have incredibly strong Scottish roots, which, which uh, really come out in a lot of our governmental aspects. But I grew up ARP my whole life. I grew up in Georgia. Um, so, I mean, Presbyterians have the uh, – I mean, whether it's true or not. The idea of the frozen chosen. Um <laughs> Uh, we definitely hold to the predestinarian concept, and it, it it's it definitely formed some of the ways that I grew up. Um, honestly, like my church stories are not all that fun because well, I grew up in a really small uh, youth group. there was maybe fifteen middle and high schoolers together. Yeah. Um, for me, a lot of my church stories are based on where I went to uh, like summer camps and stuff, so Perfect. we yeah. <laughs> We um
0: so what's what what uh you said? How big was the church that you grew up in?
2: Well, that's the thing. The church wasn't small. Like yeah. I mean, especially now that I've been working in Erskine and working in the ARP denomination, seeing what this church is about, we are relatively large. Yeah. Like uh, Peachtree Corners down in Georgia is. Over two hundred people, in it. and right. granted, I say two hundred. I'm sure that in the in the Southern Baptist mindset, like two hundred, what is that? What? <laughs> Rookie numbers? We, you got to bring those. Yeah, numbers exactly. Up. <laughs> the yeah. ARP church statistically is like fifty to seventy. Yeah, um, that actually may be on the higher end. So we were a bigger oh. church, but our youth group just was smaller. Uh, I don't really know why. I mean, I was young, so I can't really know for sure. But did you did you enjoy did you enjoy growing up in the church? That I mean. You did? again, it's that whole hindsight thing. Like when I was there, I probably wanted there to be more. I wanted there to be a bigger group or more fun or, um, other things like that. And I mean, that was also told, like when I went to Erskine, I ended up going to New Spring for about a year and tried. It's a big church. Yeah. New Spring uh, is a big non-denominational church here in the Southeast. They have a number of campuses. I went to the main campus in Anderson, which was decently close to Erskine at the time. Um, And, I mean, I did that to, I think, try to rebel against my upbringing as a, you know, really structured Re- Presbyterian. Yeah. And eventually just realized that there's a reason why I, I went to Presbyterian churches. I,
0: I love how I love how people's definition of rebelling is like, you know, drugs in California. You're like yeah. well, I'm gonna show them. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, rebel I'm gonna rebel by going to a
1: louder
2: church. <laughs> a bigger, oh, louder yeah. contemporary yeah. Ooh. topical, not uh, somebody right
0: now is listening to this is like I can't believe you. <laughs> I can't believe it
2: yeah, they weren't, they didn't go through a book of the Bible, man. They just talk about topics. Ooh. I know, right? What <laughs> is that? What does that even mean? Is that where you watch a guy on a screen? Yeah. So I was on the Anderson campus. He was real. Oh. Yeah. But had I gone to one of the other campuses, he wouldn't have been real.
1: Yeah. yeah I saw yeah. a meme. It was like, imagine looking at an LED screen made by a real pastor gang.
2: Made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, that was my rebellious period, my freshman yeah. and half my sophomore year. Um, but so my my I guess biggest memories of, of growing up in the the church I grew up in was going to a place we called Bonclarken. It's uh, a made up word. It means <laughs> it's made up of three parts: Bon, Clarken. I was about to ask what language. That yeah, was. I was like, I was like is that
0: is that Scottish? What's going it, on?
2: It is a combination of Scottish and German. Okay. Um, bon, bon good, car, clear, kin, vision. Okay. Um, they did a contest back in like the 20s or something like that and uh, asked the denomination to come up with a name for their new conference center and a woman presented this and was like, it's a mixture of our... So it, the the area we, we bought the, the conference center was was German in, in origin. A, yeah. a German guy had bought it. Uh, there's a lot of history there I'm not going to go into, but we were Scottish, so she figured out a way to combine the two languages. Um, so Bonn-Clarken. Um, it's up in the Blue Ridge Mountains, up near Flat Rock, Hendersonville. It's an okay. awesome place. Um it's oh, I don't know how exactly big it is. It's, it's probably almost 100 acres, but um, it's got hills and mountains and trees and a lake. Uh, it's it's a beautiful place. Um, so that was I think that's where when I look back on my high school days, on my church yeah. stories, that is where I grew up. That is where I had fun and I learned new things and I was challenged and I, you know, made friends, did stupid things, all that sort of stuff.
0: What's the stupidest? Stupidest.
2: And I, okay, so I'm an only child, so stupid stuff for me is probably like tame and like child's play for those with siblings. Yeah. Um and again, you got to remember. Okay, so presbyterians were all about the parameters and the rules and the structure, so like we were super rebellious once when we um I mean, I don't think this this guy even cares I don't know if what if he'd ever listen to this, but we uh <laughs> We had so in our in our cottage, our church had a cottage, and yeah. we were one of the few churches in the domination that Actually, has a cottage up there. Um, most people have to rent one of the hotels or whatnot. So we had a cottage, and we had this like footstool. And one of the kids in youth group decided, hey, it'd be really funny if we like duct taped me to this footstool, um, and then like took me outside. And it, it, so that was one thing we did, which was dumb. Then the same kid duct taped like, you like sitting down. No, no, like he laid down and put his arms around it, and they <laughs> duct taped <laughs> his arms underneath it and his legs underneath it, and. you know just typical high school things um then another time he had us put him in my suitcase and we rolled him down the hill to the place where all the youth met and then when he got to where we were going to sit he like busts out the suitcase um what did
0: people think of this
2: (sighs) this this would have been early 2000s
0: wait wait, wait a second so for presbyterians did this was, this, was, this was wild. This is wild and crazy is, stuff. This is that kid busted out of a suitcase. This is mayhem. <laughs> this this is insanity.
2: Who is who is this who are these shenanigans going on yeah, with? That is um, so funny. I mean, we definitely I mean the, looking back and having how had more experience I'm like, man, we were we were lame. <laughs> but we I mean <laughs> So the, the cottage that we lived in, it had a downstairs where we all lived, and now they've, they've renovated it, and it's like a really posh area. When we lived there, we lived with cement floors and, like, Navy-style bunks, um, like, literal springs underneath oh the, like, three-inch mattresses. Yeah. Uh, Always. All, Always three-inch mattresses. Like, these just nasty Navy mattresses with these bunks they legitimately had to have gotten off of, like, a, a, a ship somewhere. <laughs> Um, it flooded if it ever rained really hard in wow, the summer wow. because we were built into the bedrock of the mountain. Um, like it but at the same time we had so much fun. Right. It was it was one of those things that I look back at now the kids who come to that conference, they come and they stay downstairs and they have like nice beds, flat and screen TV. Yeah. <laughs> <So it's probably, laughs> yeah. Mike their like uh, machine. <laughs> their shower area is like like top quality hotel yeah. now and we we had like a two foot by three and a half foot like prison stall
0: with a with like a the dankiest yeah. curtain <laughs> yeah, yeah. i I think, it I think we did
2: have a real door it wasn't a curtain it would fall well yeah so. that happened to
1: me one time the, oh. the shower curtain just fell down and That's, i caught it and then just wrapped <laughs> it around myself real quick <laughs>
0: Here's what, so I I mean I grew up homeschooled. everybody knows and I um
1: if you
2: haven't you got a video about it so. I do His <laughs> yeah. PD and I both that's and, right <laughs> yeah and um, top of the charts that's so right that's right top of the charts. hey my son loves it so oh man,
0: yeah. you sent goes to school doesn't
2: he? he he no he does but he loves all your yeah. all yeah, your songs that's awesome. so. <laughs> <laughs> he he lets us he know when you all have a new song out oh <laughs> uh, he's like he's occasionally checking iTunes for new shama songs and that's he'll awesome. let us know that's when awesome.
0: something new comes out that's awesome um, <laughs> anyway's good so I uh I didn't grow up with the whole, you know, uh, gym culture showering in the at schools so going like i remember when i went to camp i was like i don't live like this i don't like this <laughs> i'm idea. not uh, yeah I i'm just, not comfortable i'm with this. not comfortable with this at all <laughs> but yeah it's, it's interesting for people yeah people went to high school or some people played football or sports or something we be like oh yeah sports we're in the ball. showers break a towel and i'm like nah, nah I, i'm gonna wait for y'all to leave yeah. <laughs> but then it was too bad because it, it would just be terrible so yeah. i'd be like i want to go early yeah so you don't want to be that weirdo Showering at three p.m. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely, I could, never,
0: I could never find the balance.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I. I'm mean, also only child, so I, I was not used to that either. Yeah, the, I, I had siblings and other friends. Yeah, uh, that's that's who I grew up with. Um, that's but yeah, awesome. I get that. I totally get that.
0: So, how is uh, we're about the same age, right? We're the same
2: age. I'll be thirty in April.
0: Oh, okay, so you're three years older than me. Yeah, um, you know it's
2: all ages relative yeah,
0: it's, all, it's, it's just a number <laughs> that's right
2: <Yeah. laughs> what are numbers <laughs> anyway what
0: <laughs> are except numbers except things, really yeah. we just we people just, like you are this number um, so I, I think you I, I, talking to you in the past I know that you know just as Presbyterians I feel like y'all have a a sincere and I respect I respect it a ton of just like you know learning and teaching and you know, you value theology and books and you know (laughs) what I mean? Like all these things and And words and I think the rest of the 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 podcast is just be naming stuff. Uh, And, and I think it, which is so funny to say that because we grew up in, in a, in a denomination, like in a culture of people who just, you know, who didn't mm-hmm. care. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if they care. I just don't think, I don't even think they knew that they didn't know. Right. Um, you know, a lot of shooting from the hip mm-hmm. type of passion, preaching and go passion. go out there
2: and, you know, you're passionate, so you should be a pastor. Like, well. Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> and that's what we're going to get into, you know, kind of like the position mm-hmm. that you're in right now. Um, but what, why do you think, tell us why it's important Uh. To not only to add knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. yeah. to your passion, and w- why is it that the the, the Presbyterians above um, other denominations? Well, I'm not ragging well, on it. Like above, wh- you know, adjacent. Not, yeah, adjacent, but you know, it, just in terms and of different. Yeah, of of, of yeah. Do, do you not values. scream?
1: <laughs> no, we. You know, <laughs> we don't. We don't have tongues. You don't, don't do any. Yeah, I mean, no, no screaming at all. <laughs> Hey, this you. is like my whole church life is just filled with screaming. If my ears aren't bleeding, I didn't. I didn't go to church.
0: That's just yeah. Um, it's, to me, it's just very different. I I respect it. Now I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. And I've had so many conversations with my mom mm-hmm. um, recently, just talking about you know how we grew up and things that we believed in. And no i have to tell my mom, and I'm not hum- clapping
2: aloud. There's no clapping in church. <laughs> really? No. No. I don't what, know why. What about you're, why you're snapping? No, no golf <laughs> clubs either. No, no wow. uh, finger snaps. No, it's. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, so
0: we, I mean, just, I'm just saying like, I'm just to set it up. But like we, the way we grew up, t- <laughs> I was telling my mom, like, mom, I think we were wrong about a lot of things. And I think we still are, you know, not not in like a way. I just think like there's been a lot of deconstruction mm-hmm. and reconstruction just in my walk with the Lord mm-hmm. when I've had to, you know. Going and I'm at a church now where I love and I love the pastor and I love his teaching. He's preaching through the books of the Bible and I think we're gonna have him on mm-hmm. here soon. Cool. But there is just something to be said about uh, keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tell t- tell us about
2: that. Yeah. Um. So I, I like to to first say you know as a Presbyterian I don't look down at anybody but Methodists. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, Every I mean, stick they, around, please, guys. Stick that's around. right. Well, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. When oh. you have meth in your name, I, mean, <laughs> I know, <laughs> and, and you're gonna get dissed. <laughs> yeah. so. oh my um, gosh, no, uh, I don't know anything about Methodist. I mean, no, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I have a very little connection a to him. horse or something. I yeah, know. Know. I don't know. It's John Wesley and John. Charles oh, yeah. Charles oh, and um, I said no. John
0: Methodist. Tell us about Peter Presbyterian who started this denomination.
2: So Presbyterians, I would say they're. Their biggest uh, pro can very, very easily be their biggest con. Um, if you look back at the history of Presbyterianism, it definitely came out of a lot of the Calvinistic, uh, out of the solas, out of the Reformation. Um, it's it's much better traced historically to John Knox. John Knox was a Scottish um, Scottish minister that helped really establish a lot of the Presbyterian mindset. And the other thing is that Presbyterianism is a church government. It's not necessarily a theological mindset. Yeah. Um, Presbyterianism comes from the presbyter, which is a, a group of churches. Um, well, the presbytery is a group of churches. The presbyter is, is a person. Um, so, like, for instance, I I'm I'm go to a Presbyterian church. My pastor is part of the presbytery. He's actually not a member of the church. Um, the presbytery is made up of a number of Presbyterian churches those presbyteries come together under a general synod the general synod then functions as a oversight of all of it which is great when it comes to like if if i am having let's say i'm an elder in the church and i am starting to either have you know a very apparent sin in my life or i'm preaching heresy uh, my pastor can come to me if that is not addressing the issue then we can go to the Presbytery and they come and then they talk to you or the pastor, or if it's a pastor having issues. Eventually, if it goes all the way to general Senate and there still isn't, you know, church discipline being done, or it has to get to that point, you get essentially kicked out. Um, It's one of those things where we have a hierarchy in place, which is great for accountability. It is on the pro on the con side. uh, There's a committee for everything. And then we'll have a committee Mm. for the committee to Mm. decide which committees are going to committee on the other committees. Um, so it can be like our church I'm at right now about three or four years ago, they began working on a, a work project to try to get the, the church updated. And then it just kind of fell apart in committee. Oh. And then three years later we come back to it and there are deacons that came back on rotation after all that time. And they're like, I was here last time we did this. Let's do this this time. Let's not let this die oh. in a committee. Let's not yeah. let this get lost. Um, but whenever I'm trying to talk about why is it important for education? Because I mean, it's a very American thing, the individual concept, the, um, my conversion story, my passion, my desire, um, and having having gone to New Spring, having been involved somewhat at least tangentially to these uh, the non-denominational uh, Baptist-oriented concept, I, I can get it because there is definitely an argument to be made that there needs to be, there has to be, not needs to be, there has to be passion in ministry. If you're just out there preaching and then you walk away and you did your job, you delivered a message and you don't minister. Well, mm-hmm. you're, you're missing something. Mm-hmm. And that honestly falls on both ends of that spectrum. But I always like to go back to the disciples because people are like, well, Peter and John and those guys, they didn't have a formal education. It's like, okay, first of all, they studied under Christ. <laughs> they gosh, literally gosh. ate his dust. Yeah. You don't get to tell me that they weren't given <laughs> like insanely specific yeah. instruction. Um, plus, just some fun uh, history of, of ancient Near Eastern Judaism those disciples most likely i'm going to say 90% of my the statement is probably true they had basically the pentateuch memorized wow. do you have the pentateuch memorized <laughs> memorized as in like they knew and the pentateuch is the the first 5 books yeah. all of those books memorized not you know really familiar with them like they knew the books word for word they knew the hebrew text and they knew a lot of the commentary on it and, and discussion about it. it.
0: I think that's where I talk a lot with my father-in-law, Mr. Mark Todd. He's been on the show, um, the one about Pepsi. Go check it out. But, uh, you know, we, we – he, he has a Ph.D. in theology. Mm-hmm. And – we talk a lot about you know just like this Facebook theology mm-hmm. that is formed. Like there's this one that's like yeah, memology. <laughs> I mean, in all <laughs> Which, honesty, I mean, we're yeah, we're on the on the forefront in the comedic world, you know, comedic. R- of that. Yeah. But there's this <clears throat> this memeology of of uh, you know Noah was a drunkard, Peter a cussed, Je- Peter, not Jesus. Blah blah blah. Don't say God can't use you. And it's like yeah, okay, yeah, yes. <laughs> And no,
2: that's a bite-sized look at a very in-depth theological concept. And that's the
0: and that's the that's kind of like where people have boiled down to now. Where I've been to visited some churches even this year. Mm. Sounds like y'all
1: aren't mountain movers. (laughs) 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 Absolutely. Oh
0: my gosh! But you know that's the thing where people will are, are on this like you know are on this kick of. Of being like, you know, I saw a story on Facebook and blah, 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 and that just reminded me that even if the people in Thailand can reach the gospel with one page of the Bible, that's all all you need is one page of the Bible. And that's kind of like,
2: okay, in, sure. in
0: this context, you're, you know, it's yes and still yes and no.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's, that's a big part of the, the Presbyterian model, and especially the Presbyterian model in higher education that Erskine falls into, is the idea that you you are, you will be better blessed off, or you'll be better blessed and better off if you know these things. Um, I mean, First Peter tells us we need to have a ready defense for the hope that we have. Mm-hmm. A ready defense is not, you know, a meme, bite-sized bit of theology. <laughs> it's yeah. understanding what Romans says to us. It's understanding yeah. how Jesus used parables to speak to people. It's understanding right. how God took the patriarchs to look back at just their incredible foibles and then we can infer from Hebrews when it says, you know it lists them in the the channel of the, ha- the the halls of faith that they were on in the halls of faith and we as contemporary Christians go, but Abraham like lied and cheated and his son did the same exact thing and Jacob literally means deceiver. Um, yeah. how on earth are they in the halls of faith? It's like, well, we can infer that the fact that these were Jewish Christians writing a lot of these books that, there was a wealth of commentary in ancient Eastern Judaism that they did still see them and faithful as mm. faithful. Mm. Um, that when they say, you know, Moses saw far off what we would see in Christ, um, they understood that. Now there's always the, you know, especially the, the debate within Judaism, like was Jesus the person? And we, we believe he is. Um, but the fact is that they looked at these people who had immense foibles and all these errors and all these just dumb decisions they made, and they still saw that God was working in them. And they still saw them as faithful to right. God. Um, so, yes, it is true that God can use even a sinner as myself. And it says in different uh, epistles, you know, and such were you. Like when they're talking about the sexually immoral or the liars or the cheaters, mm-hmm. the people being uh, spoken to, the ones that these epistles were written to, they were like them. Um, so don't think yourself so high and mighty. But at the same time, God uses them. But, but also at the same time, like you had to be, Changed your heart had to be changed. The spirit had to come in. You would um, bear fruit. Uh, I mean, that's one thing that's, you know, whatever you think about this whole thing with Kanye West. I mean, he's somebody that. I mean, if you look at look at Paul, Paul literally stood there and watched as Stephen was stoned. He was on a path to destroy the church, and God radically changed his heart is that what's happening now? I don't know. But the thing is that we've seen precedent that it can happen. So rather than crap on that, um, we should be excited that it looks like God's working. Mm. Um, I mean, and the thing is in the end, we don't really know and that's okay. God knows. And you know, whatever things he might be doing or, and I just saw an article about how he was selling merchandise at something. And, how many of you, when you converted, were just magically and perfectly better afterwards? Like, you're, man, I'm a Christian. PD was. Day when he two. Yeah, every, when he I, just, was the, I was the one. Right. You're, was, you're the exception. He
0: hasn't walked on the ground <laughs> since. <laughs> he just hovers everywhere very very gently. Yeah. Just not enough <laughs> to
1: really let people know. But yeah, Carmen had <laughs> an Instagram post about Kanye. It oh, was really? really amusing.
0: Carmen, the old singer, Christian yeah. singer. Yeah. Like I want to sit
2: down and talk to him see how serious he is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well I mean, yeah, I mean the thing is that he and maybe he hasn't fully gotten there. I mean, yes, selling merchandise that says Holy Spirit. Yeah, okay, for 250 bucks. Uh, you're pushing it a little. Yeah. Bit. But Again, it looked
1: like it was made in Microsoft Paint. I don't oh, know if yeah. you say it looked horrible. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's one of those things yeah. that you just God is working in his heart from what we can tell. And since we can't see it someone's heart, it's not our our place to judge right. as easy as it would be. Um, but going back to the original question, yeah, I mean, education is incredibly important. Um, that, Especially in a world that is dramatically beginning to look in, with hostility at the church, your passion doesn't mean anything. Mm. If your passion is based on a, a, an authority that they don't ascribe to, you need to know how to talk to them. You need to know what to talk to them about you need to know how to present again present the hope that you have if all you have is passion and bite-sized theology and you know just a real go-getter attitude that's great but what happens when someone who you love and respect has and I, i always go to this one because this is probably the most prevalent argument the problem of evil i mean that is the theodicy question that is a really difficult question when you are uneducated. Right. Like, this is not like this armchair atheist theologian, 16 years old, presents the Odyssey and thinks that we... I just pff, I blew up the church. Like, no, are you kidding me? We've been discussing this for 2,000 years. Like, we have people a thousand times smarter than me that right. have a, spent a book, a book written by hand 400 or 500 years ago, all about the Odyssey. Like, we can we can talk the Odyssey, but it, it you have to... We we as contemporary Christians or as contemporary people think that we have all the answers and think that everyone who came before us was stupid. Um the thing is that people much smarter than us have spilled much more ink and honestly blood than we could ever imagine talking about these big issues and being educated about that is super helpful.
0: I mean, one thing that I'll say when I was so I met Petey, you asked earlier, you know, how me and him met I, I started attending this church and Petey was in kids ministry yeah. at the time. And um, a couple of years later, he joined the youth ministry, and yeah, I just thought he was super funny, you know, a- ahead of his time. Um, and I was right, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Took yeah. A, that took it was nine years later, and the I end. looked at this kid, There's and I story. was right. Yeah,
1: all of you thought I was annoying. Yeah, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> look well, at, usually funny look people us can now. definitely be annoying. I'm gonna buy you yeah.
0: tacos or something later. Ha-ha. Eat it. Um, so, you know, and I remember being in youth ministry with you know with PD and a bunch of other you know students you know just around that age and um you know i was in bible college at the time too uh and you know here i am you know i'm learning how to i don't know baptize and yeah. you know officiate funerals and all these things and you Dang. know and all these things in and, and school i'm like oh what am I, how am i going to use this and, and i'm learning about you know books of the, and i'm writing papers and, mm-hmm. and all these things you never and doing booked any funerals and, no i didn't i still haven't booked <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't booked a wedding either but <clears throat> I remember you know all this a lot of times you know being kind of frustrated mm-hmm. because you know even at the time I was hearing <clears throat> you know like your your education is great but you know it's the passion and the blah 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 mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like yeah th- that's right but that's not so not <clears throat> that's also not right and then I remember you know being in youth ministry talking to talking to students at so one time in particular <clears throat> Excuse me. Is a uh, we were behind a cute q- uh, a Quick Trip, which is a gas station here in the southeast. In the, best the, newest, the best gas station. The best gas
1: station. Cleanest bathrooms. Cleanest.
0: <laughs> Legit. I love how that's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the there's their thing. And I remember mm-hmm. we were sitting. I bought everybody ice cream. It was like forty nine cent cones during oh, the summer. The and we were all we we're like, we're, let's just sit. You know, don't uh, stop messing up my
1: car. Do you remember when their their drinks were like a dime? <laughs> He's was like, yeah, they're <laughs> just trying to give
0: stuff away. Yeah, that's when they first kind of trying were to build in town. goodwill. Mm-hmm. Then they did yeah,
1: um
0: And we were sitting back there and we we're talking to talking to my students. I've known for a couple of years and you know, they're telling me about You know mom's on crack and you know and dad you know the, the, the broken marriages that they're experiencing New
2: revelations and, and never all yeah,
0: this, I'd never heard about this and you know, I'm hearing all these stories and and all these issues, and and I'm living with my grandparents, and blah 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 blah. And my brother is in jail, and all these things. And in that moment, I was like, oh, I, I just can't.
2: I can't passion the, you out.
0: I can't passion you out. <laughs> That's it. I hit the nail on the head. That's it. I really, I can't come in here and be like, how you doing? How you doing? God, we love the Lord. Let's sing and dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not. It's not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And so I would look at all these, you know, all these students. And where, you know, as somebody else would look at and be like, hey, why weren't you jumping up and down during the songs? Yeah. Or, hey, why weren't you singing? Why weren't you dancing? Hey, I didn't see yeah. you at church last Wednesday. Or something like that.
2: That's powerful. To
0: me, I was like, wow, what an insensitive way of approaching somebody like that. Whereas like, I'm like, hey man, more than anything, I'm gonna be here, mm-hmm. you know? And life happened between me and a lot of those students and like between even, you know, just me and PD, of picking picking him up and dropping him off, and let's mm-hmm. go to cookout. And hey, yeah. you want to go get Chinese food yeah. and all that stuff. And it has you know built great relationships between um, you know not just being a PD who I see all the time, but all these other students who you know will call me or will text right. me. And um and yeah, the passion is great and the hype is great. And I was a hype man at church for a long time. Yeah. But now I'm like, you know what? Everyone yeah. is such. It, we're all in so many like different walks of life and you never know what somebody's going through. And even if they tell you, you know, that's probably like the tip of the iceberg. So they're just, yeah, there needs to be, yeah.
2: It needs to be a fusion.
0: Exactly.
2: It it can't be all theology. Um, Just theology can make you cold. Mm. Um, And I know that from the Presbyterian side is that, yeah, there, there is a, a truth to the the stereotype and the, the colloquialism of Frozen Chosen, hmm. um, both in the kind of silly sound of it, but also just the fact that a lot of Presbyterians, and this may sound strange, but they legitimately say, you know, well, God will get them. It's like, yes, but God put us here. The church exists for a reason. Um, we, If we want to say we have the best theology, then theology can only be a part of it. Right. That is, if anything, should be the foundation that the fruit is then coming out from. Um, if you have a strong theology, theology pretty clearly tells us that we are supposed to be out there doing the Great Commission, um, loving, being the hands and the feet, training, uh, and teaching, correcting, rebuking, but all in righteousness and all in the mindset of you know, Christ did these things for us. So we not an obligation in the sense of we were given this now we are owed to do this but as an outpouring of joy through salvation by grace through faith we need to be out there and seeking the kingdom and seeking how to to grow the kingdom um and you do that through relationships you do that through you do that through things like um you know being joyful when someone's joyful one of my favorite things, looking back on since we've uh, graduated and got married, and when David Michael was born. Um, she was your firstborn son. Firstborn, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had seven or so friends from Erskine that were there, right outside the hospital oh. door, Wow! like excited to be there with us at the birth of our child. Um, and it was awesome that they, I don't, I don't know, I don't feel like we asked them. I think we just said, hey, we're going to the hospital, um, we're going to get ready for this because she was uh, gestationally diabetic so we kind of had it scheduled so we knew we were going to be there um, and so we had six or seven friends that were just sitting in the room with us right before it started and it was such an awesome experience and it was the relational aspect we had gotten to know each other at Erskine we had grown together as friends um, and now they're part of a really cool part of our life um, these are the same people who were in our wedding um, and this is turning out to be a decent transition into Erskine um, because Erskine is relational. Um, if there's three things that could really define what makes it special is relational, it's liberal arts and it's authentically Christian as a relational institution. And as a, with the mindset of relations are so very important to your faith walk. Um, that's like you're saying, that is a huge part of how do you minister you you can't minister if you're just a preacher. Mm. Um, and that is a rather Americanized mindset of what that role is. Right. Um, you're not – I mean, a preacher – it's just it's funny how in the English language we see a difference between a preacher and a minister. Um, we, we see a preacher as the person who gets up there, does a really good or convicting sermon, and walks away, and you see them next Sunday. A minister is the person who preaches a good word and then walks down – and sits there with you and cries with you or laughs with you or is is a part of your life, he ministers to you. Um, In the same sense, that is one of the the beautiful parts of, of my skin experience and what I feel that even as it's grown and as things change and as God has refined it and tested it and put it through the fire, the relational side is still there. Um, it's a 90% residential campus, so you get to know the people on campus with you. You get to know your professors. They invite you over for dinner. You go over and you do a movie night. Um, you get to know the president of the college. like He knows you by name. There's a good chance that he'll ne- he'll meet your parents and your family. Um, you know your classmates. Uh, I was class president for three of my four years, and I can, if nothing else, I can at least pick all of them out by picture. <laughs> I know most of their names, and I know most of them personally. But I can, in very least, pick them all out by picture. You go to Clemson, a big college down here in South Carolina. You go to UGA in Georgia. You go to UNC up in North Carolina. You go, blah blah blah, big school name here. Um, you may know the people in your in the college aspect of your university. You you may know the people in your major classes, maybe. Um, and I mean, granted, I'm I'm not trying to poo poo on other big schools because you're going to meet people who are going to be your friends for life. That's yeah. just how the college experience <coughs> is. Um, but with Erskine. I mean, the people that I've gotten to know are the ones who, when I'm struggling, they're the ones I call up or I text and I say, hey, I really need prayer on this. Or, do you have coffee? Do you have time for coffee later? Or, can we sit down? Um, I'm struggling with this financial thing, or I'm struggling with this sin in my life, or I'm struggling with X, Y, or Z thing. And I trust them. Um, I trust them to be loving, I trust them to be confidential. Um, So, the relational side that Erskine granted me and blessed me with is something that I seek to bring to those who want that kind of experience as they go to college. Um, in the same way I see that as something that the seminary provides as well through this whole three, two program. Um,
0: and so tell us about yeah. that. And, um,
2: so yeah, yeah absolutely. it tells us
0: your role right now at yeah. Erskine and, and what you're doing. And
2: yeah, so, so building off of the, the, th- the three <laughs> things I mentioned earlier. So the relational thing, I've built that up. Um, Christian or liberal arts. So, uh, Steve Jobs was quoted years ago having said, "You know, give me the humanities. We need to merge humanities and tech. Um, you know, all these STEM students coming out of these colleges who are really good at the STEM things, but they don't know how to ask the big questions. They don't know how to work in a team. They don't know how to communicate clearly. They don't know how to do work in a in a corporation or in a company. Um, these tech giants now are looking for for graduates from liberal arts education uh, f- schools." whether it is an Erskine or Wheaton or something like that, um, I feel like I was able to progress and be effectual at the jobs I had because Erskine prepared me to learn how to communicate, how to analyze, how to respond to the human story, how to um, seek understanding, how to uh, live a life of wholeness. These are all things that are built in the core competency courses at Erskine that I believe prepare you for life. Um, These are things that... When you graduate, if you like me, you don't go directly into your field, that's okay. You are prepared and your employers will love you that you can ask the big questions, that you can actually communicate with people, that you know how to work in a team. Um, so you learned that while you were in a club or on, a, on one of the football teams or well, one of the sports teams or you're in a choir or you're in a literate society or you're just simply in a classroom setting where you were... Working with other people, wrestling through the material, you learn how to work in a team. These are all things that employers are just dying for. That a lot of the big universities don't provide because it's not their their trajectory. They are trying to to raise up somebody um, for a unique thing. So like I, I pick on engineering a lot because it's the one that comes to my mind the most. But, like engineers, they leave Clemson and they get really good at engineering. But if they don't get a job in engineering, they're in big trouble because they, they're not very good at talking to people or working yeah. in a team and I, I for you engineers out there I'm not it's a stereotype sorry, obviously there's some sorry, people out like there. Hey. yeah <laughs> I mean because there other people in liberal arts who can't talk to people either because they're super shy it's just how it is but traditionally stereotypically you're going to see a lot more people leave the liberal arts and go into something um, and be, pr- pr- be productive and useful uh, and then thirdly is the authentically Christian we don't hide the ball We also don't browbeat people. Um, You might come to Erskine, be invited to different uh, ministry opportunities, never take it up on it, and then 10 years down the road come to Christ because of the times that you had and you're surrounded by people who loved you and loved you because Christ loved them. Um, You might go to Erskine as a nominal Christian, get plugged into one of the ministries there, and the Lord just lights you on fire to do something amazing. Um, We aren't trying to – like, we don't ask you to sign a statement of faith. We don't ask you to uh, go to church. We don't force you to do those kind of things, but you're going to be surrounded by professors who love the Lord, by professors who believe in Christian higher higher education standards. Um, Even the coaches are asked to create a curriculum and do things that encourages spiritual engagement. Um, So Erskine truly does want to see the kingdom flourish by putting people out there in the medical field, in uh, law, in chemistry, in physics, in um, athletic training, in the arts, in history, in academia, and what I'm there for, and to look to to grow up ministers. Um, we live in a world, like I think I said earlier, that we are. I might not have said to you. I've talked to so many people in the past week. Um, we live in a world that's becoming more antithetical towards Christians, um, towards the church, either because they don't like us, because they know what we think, and they think we're backwards or um, bigoted or mean or hurtful, or because they just simply don't know the church. Um, which I think for a lot of church goers with church stories, they don't realize that, that a lot of people in America just don't know the church. Um, They see it as foreign, as other, as maybe, you know, interesting. Like, oh, look at those people with those quaint ideas about some old thing from thousands of years ago, but they don't know much. And so how awesome would it be to have a 23-year-old with a strong foundation in theology, with ministry opportunities in his belt with a network of ministers and pastors and uh academics and co cohort people they know and et cetera et cetera, and they go out in the world at a young age and start doing ministry um they love on people they give them you know the word they give them the word strong they don't do it just with um the the milk toast like theology they they give them <laughs> Again, milk I mean,
0: PD, is anything. <laughs> yeah. milk toast.
2: Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Understand. I mean, I, and I, I feel like there will be someone who just gets super offended by this, in this mindset. But I mean, in all honesty, there is strong theology and there is weak theology. And it's just, like I said earlier, everyone's doing theology. If you're thinking about God or talking about God, you're doing theology. That's what theology is. Hmm. Um, now the question is, how are you doing it? Are you doing it well? Or are you doing it poorly? And, when you leave Erskine especially on the 3-2 track um, and explain the, th- yeah. the 3-2 track uh, 3-2 meaning 3 years in college 2 years in seminary You get in 5 years you get 2 degrees so you get your BA in Biblical Studies and you get your MDiv or your Masters of Divinity um, the Masters of Divinity is a great springboard to a lot of things whether you want to go be ordained as a pastor go do youth ministry work uh, church work parachurch work like working with like something miracle hill or some kind of uh church founded institution um i mean honestly you could take the chaplaincies you could take it to uh doing christian education ministries the mdiv is just like really strong foundation you learn biblical languages you learn eisegesis or reading into scripture what's there you do hermeneutics uh, learning how to apply it um but you also get some help with like counseling and preaching and evangelism and pastoral things so when you leave you should feel confident especially with the way i'm trying to set it up to give you opportunities to go do what i'm terming mentorships not just like gophers as an intern but like you're actually going to get to learn and be mentored and um see what it means to be a minister on the administrative side so it's not just like you leave and you go oh you know all the sexy part of being a minister, like preaching and teaching. It's like, yeah, well, there's also visitations and meetings and mm. preparation yeah. and sitting there with people who need counseling. There's a lot of ministry that, that I want to make sure that our students see it so they aren't blindsided by it. Right. Um, so the 3-2 is just a beautiful way that Erskine is helping to uh, build the kingdom up. And my hope is that it'll be great across denominations. Um, I, I'd like to say kind of uh, jokingly that like the Great Commission, I'm first going to ARPs and then to Presbyterians and then to the whole world. Um, but I I see this as just a phenomenal opportunity for any evangelical Orthodox uh, Christian church to to find students who feel called to ministry and to, to prepare them. Um, who knows where the world's going to be in 25, 30 years? There's a strong possibility that Christians are going to have to defend themselves a lot more stringently because the world is going to have tossed us out. And historically, the four for so hundred years, not even that much, two or three hundred years we've enjoyed of comfortableness here in the West and specifically in America, that is a blip on a radar or on a history map of oppression and worry, but also on immense trust in God. Um we've been comfortable and I believe that we need to be prepared to not be comfortable and that God is there regardless. Um you talk to Chinese Christians, you talk to Middle Eastern Christians, to Pakistani Christians, to African Christians, and they see the need to be bold for Christ because in the end the church, the, the church is oppressed regardless of what denomination affiliation you have. They don't care in China if you're Presbyterian or Baptist or Methodist or Lutheran. All they care about is that you're a Christian and you're undermining their governmental regime. Um, here in America we've had the 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 – the blessing and the comfortable uh, nature to be able to splinter into a billion little denominations and have our own little infightings and discussions and um, whatnot. I heard a story of uh, these two missionaries over, and I think it was one of the Middle Eastern countries Iraq or Iran. And they were just you know doing what we do here in America, tit-to-tat, going back and forth about you know, baptism or whatever. And what we do just to do it for fun. Cause mm-hmm. we don't necessarily agree on things, right. but we understand the end that Christ is, is sovereign. Um, and a, one of the native Christians sat down, was listening to them and he let a few minutes go by. And then he stopped him and said, okay, hold on. If we continue this, like, are we still going to be friends afterwards? <laughs> like it's a uh, wholly different mindset of yeah. what it means to follow Christ. Um, yeah. And I feel like Erskine is set on a precipice to, raise up ministers to be there in 20 or 30 years to spread out across the country and to boldly preach strong theology in the face of toast theology, in the face of prosperity gospel, in the face of um, uh, therapeutic moralistic deism, this concept that God is just a candy machine or a big hug in the clouds. Um, we need to be confident to support the truth of scripture and not just um, uh, acquiesce and and roll over and play dead for cultural christianity um, and i feel like erskine with its strong presbyterian roots of good theology and a passion to see truth preached and not just um, cultural relativism or, or, or something that'll bring in people to, to put their name on the roster we don't it's not about that. I don't care if your church has twenty members or twenty thousand members. If those twenty members are on fire for God, and your twenty thousand members are on fire because they're in hell, you're not doing anything. Gosh, um, that's true. I mean, it, it's it's an unfortunate where we live in, but we were surrounded by people who put pastor in front of their name, who have zero credence. They sh- they they are leading more people in the hell than the devil is himself. Like it's we have to be ready to defend the gospel and defend it. Strongly and with humility, defended with love, um, we are many times rightfully so as Christians believed to be bigoted and, and rude and hurtful, and I think that's from generations of picking the wrong battles, of picking on X sin and completely just neglecting the rampant sin in the church for other things. Um, we have a we have a place now where we have social media and we have opportunities to try to right those wrongs um, and try to be the church and pre- be the church body, um, we've got to take advantage of it. And I think that having a strong minister in churches really helps that because they tend to set the tone. <laughs> Sorry, I went on a little. <laughs> Man,
0: no, this is good. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate it.
2: I mean, uh, it's just one of those things that I I don't put a lot of, a lot of stack in, in politics. I enjoy it. It's fun to listen to. I listen to Ben Shapiro, and it's, it's good to hear someone who actually has, again, knowledge behind their, their words and not just belief and passion and, and fire. He's and a Jew. We don't listen to him. <laughs> hey, I have been trying to find the, like, Christian alternative to Daily Wire. It's just, I just, I can't find it. There's yeah. no one that has that Babylon amount of knowledge. Is the now, I will give Adam <laughs> Ford a shout out. Uh, Babylon B yeah. is great. Um, yeah. But uh, I, mean, I had talked with him back when he was just doing his comics yeah. uh, years ago from the bust of beard trying to do something to connect with him and then he has freaking launched up. into so many Ew. great things yeah um, it's been
0: awesome man i think yeah this is yeah this has been it's it's, it's an important <clears throat> conversation that mm-hmm. i mean like even i'm thinking about it, i'm like man this am i am i, am I gonna need to <laughs> yeah. dive back in again
1: but uh edit that earth can plug out yeah push They to they have to pay for that
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> But now, David, this is this is really good. I mean, I, I love you know, I love conversing with you, and you know, especially I'm glad we got it, we have it on the record now. Yes, right. Um, yeah, just talking about so many different important things. I think, yeah, it, I, I I care a lot more now than I did, and and I think it's one of those things that I'm. Thank you to everybody who's been listening. You know, it's yeah. one of those things that if you listen, not only I think the 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 uh, um, there's not like a it kind of puts somebody at a fork in the road where you go hey am, am i going to go through life caring you know about the yeah. you know am i going to keep the main thing the main thing or am i going to go down this other path of hype and passion and and, and everything else and am i going to be surrounded
1: mm-hmm.
0: with people who believe in the same thing and am i going to attend a church that does the same thing you know what i mean there's almost mm-hmm. like i really do it's it it has changed the way that i you know that i live and i act and and I think it starts off with, you know, with conversations mm-hmm. like these and and questions and
2: and yeah, and, I mean, questions and, are good. Yeah. I think that the church has too for too long run away from questions. We were, we were scared of wrestling. Um, remember, Jacob wrestled with God all night. Wrestled all night, and then at the end, he grasped on to God and said, "Bless me." Um, wrestling with God is not a bad thing. <laughs> um, I think that both sides of the equation of the Theo, Theo nerd side and the passion emotion side have a, a distaste to, to wrestle because it's hard yeah. um, or on the opposite side atheists think that they can beat us because they've got the, the question we'll never know how to answer and again that goes back to we've been answering these questions for thousands right. of years but do you know the answers um, and there are so many resources out there to help with these things um, first and foremost there's the bible uh, the bible has a lot to say well, surprisingly well, enough What's now, this, granted, it's... What's this it's, Bible thing that you... I mean, now, I will say it's it's the ESV yeah. is going to be your best <laughs> translation, yeah. uh, the non Armenian standard version, as the Just Thinking podcast <laughs> likes to say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, start with the Bible. The Bible's pretty pretty good. Now, granted, there's a lot of nuance that sometimes it can be confusing, and that's why we've had thousands of years of people much smarter than me commentating on it. Um, but there are free commentaries out there. The Matthew Henry one's not too terrible uh, for being a free commentary, Um there's a ministry called near Ministries that RC Sproul started. That yeah. they just put out. I got an email from a couple of days ago. There was like 30 free eBooks, wow. free. Um, I don't know if you can still get it now, but maybe if you go subscribe.
0: We really add a. We're we're at a point now where it's like if you don't. Like, if you're not educated or you're trying, I'm not educated, though. What is that? That's not like, there is no finish line. But if you're yeah. not trying to educate yourself on these things, it really is just kind of like your fault.
2: I know. I mean, like, we live in a you world know? where literally, like, at my fingertips, I could download all those 30 books right here, right aside from the yeah. Bible, and Plus be all, all of, like, things. what? Yeah. 10 megabytes? Oh, it'd be nothing. I know. Like, oh. text is like nothing at all. Um, but,
1: and, um, well, you say you're not afraid of questions, but I have one that I think might get you. <laughs> if God is omnipresent, is he still in the tomb? Ooh.
2: <laughs> my! I think I think my, my, my brain hurts. Yes who, and yet no. This, oh, Jonathan, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I love how... Uh, I guess the answer is yes and no. Like f- yeah. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, physically no, not in why you're asking it. <laughs> <laughs> David, this has been really good, That was
1: man. a, a, a past podcast guest. Yeah. Brought, oh, he asked dude. that, and I was like, <laughs> man, are we... Am I
0: stumped? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> uh, David, this has been really good man. And we're going to put the the links to Erskine and yeah. whatever you... After the check clears. After That's the right. check That's clears, right. of course. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But I had a professor at, at, um, at the college that I went to who highly recommended Erskine. And I mean, it had a couple of students who went um, in my graduating class. I'm pretty sure moved on. Uh, I did not. Uh, not uh, yet. What we can do? Not, not yet. Yeah. Why did I say <laughs> not yet? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Not yet. But yeah, I think it's very important. We're gonna we're gonna drop all those links there so people can
2: follow. And up please and, feel free to contact me. Yeah. Like in case you can't tell, I like talking. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be glad to meet with churches, talk to leaders. My goal is to find fields to glean from. If you're a student and you want to talk, awesome. If you're a leader and you're listening, I'd love to talk to you, uh, give you a swag bag from Erskine, and just kind of talk about what makes Erskine special. Um, we are gonna read David's phone number right now. <laughs>
0: right now, eight six four. you <laughs> <pen the> st- <laughs> you're gonna get texts. It's gonna be like sup, <laughs> sup, <laughs> sup. <laughs> just, just random. <laughs> I want a fifteen-year-old education. Wait, 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 who is this? What is happening? <laughs> <Love> the podcast. <laughs> like none of this makes sense. But um, oh, man. and I know I think and I think and also I mean also we're gonna drop a link to the blessed beard. Yeah, you know, I appreciate Instagram that. Check it out. So everybody, seriously. It's a group full grooming team.
2: company, it's just not just for beers. Oh, didn't you do a commercial full for that? Miami. Oh, and I, yeah, I was yeah, about to backwards. say I, I yeah. was thinking about this when I was driving up after my last uh, meetup with someone, and it meant so much to me that you were willing to do that. Yeah. Um it was truly a blessing that you took the time and to make that for me and I, I appreciate it, man. It I, I redid it recently and, and uh I definitely am gonna talk with you again about trying Let's to do, do something because it's if nothing else, I like to one, – one of the things with my business, I love to shout out other companies that help me. Um, so literally at every event I'm at, I'll be like, so-and-so made me this thing. I use this company yeah. for this. I use this for this. I try to, to, to throw out other small businesses and, and small – and just people in Greenville, two Greenville people, because right. they love talking about it. They love knowing more about how to support local. That's one
0: thing I was telling you. We're going to wrap up with this. But um, that's one thing I was, I was talking to my friend Mason uh, yesterday on the phone. And uh, the, the movie industry is primarily built on just – people working with people Mm -hmm. you know just people working with their friends mutual friends and that's it so you find a whole movie and you're like oh this guy roomed with this guy in college and he lived down the hall and he you know i mean he's the best man (laughs) And, and and i'm finding out the same way i mean pd and i and you know the team at after school program we make we're all just working with our friends. And, you know, if, mm-hmm. you know, God willing, something, a bigger opportunity, a bigger check comes our way, you know, that Erskine money clears, you yeah, know. That's right. Big. We'll, we'll do something bigger and we will work with more, you know, with, we'll continue to work with people that we know and our mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in a world full of the internet, and linkedin mm-hmm. and all these platforms where i could google um beard oils in my area you really are you really are just going with people who you people you know because you can you see trust them or Their people face. you know who they trust mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean and that's to me that yeah and i think that's most better than and that's why we wanted to have you on is you know better than pd and i reading an ad read for erskine is yeah, having yeah. you on listening to you talk about you know, from you graduating and delivering pizza and working at Best Buy to where you are now and mm-hmm. the value that you put on, on all these things. So I think it's, you know, the, the dialogue needs to be had. And I hope that, you know, well, people I appreciate that. It and it, uh, God will be, God fruit. is going
2: to bless, bless these endeavors. I mean, in the end he's already won. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So it's just a matter of, uh, getting to that other side of eternity.
0: Hey, we always end, um, this podcast with praise reports. Um, PD, let me see what, uh, PD, would you have a praise report?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, Mormon November is going strong. Yeah. I don't know if you know about this. He's <laughs> been but, practicing this whole, uh, this whole month.
0: PD's <laughs> in Movember. Uh, is it Mo- Movember? I keep on saying it wrong every single yeah. week. Movember, where Mo-vember. PD's uh, practicing being a Mormon. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> for this month. <laughs> just for this month. He's been yeah. drinking a lot of milk. Oh mm-hmm. my god!
2: Which do you have the special underwear? <laughs> the
1: special
2: underwear. Um, the only thing <laughs> I'm, not doing, I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not doing the racist <laughs> part. Um, <laughs> I thought, that, I thought they'd fix it with a different prophet
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man So how's that going? Th- that, is that your praise report? That you've
1: been going strong? <laughs> yeah And, and also that, I, that I've found out about the racism And that I'm not going to practice that part of Mormonism <laughs>
0: Drawn <laughs> like, the line. Yeah, I'm At still gonna be, be on my, line uh, game, my but. co-collaborator is black, <laughs> yeah. so I can't. I can't. I At can't go open, full like Brigham Young. <laughs> not full Brigham. Yeah. What's my praise report, Dan? Um, oh, uh, holidays, man. I guess I'm just you made it really safely about back. Holidays. Yeah, I made it safely back. I was in Oklahoma. I made, back, uh, I made it safely back. Made it safely so. too. I mean, that mm-hmm. too. Is right. there a lot of thunder oh, yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. Wait. To do what?
2: Thunder, thunder, you know, this thunder. Is the thunder oh,
0: I went to a thunder game. Yeah, it was it was good. It was they lost. No, I was
1: just asking if there's thunder there because like they to name the, the the basketball team after them. Just figured yeah, there'd it, be it a it lot did of rain it. a couple
0: couple days, but I did is go to a thunder flat? game too. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's very flat. It's very weird. That's one thing that I I, I don't know. Being in a you know just mountains and mm-hmm. you know you drive and you hop on the road and you're I don't know. There's just so much. Everything just has more depth
2: oh yeah well,
0: but when you're you know, it's just flat you're just like blah, blah yeah. you know it's like where, where am I but- yeah
2: so we're here in the, the Blue Ridge area and so my wife and I went up to Denver in January and you legitimately you could stand and look as far as your peripheral would go in both directions just see Rocky Mountains wow and it's weird because we're so used to hear hills and mountains and, and trees and blah 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 but like it's like you're seeing in panorama. Wow! Um, and now I also understand why it's called the Blue Ridge Mountains because when you look out across to the Blue Ridge Mountains, they are blue and they are ridges, as opposed uh-huh. to the Rockies. It's just uh-huh. like boom, mountains. Those are rocky. They're they're yeah. rocky, and they so are. the names everywhere. come from somewhere. <laughs> and the Smoky Mountains <laughs> um, do smoke. Uh, I, I noticed <laughs> really? that when I when I drove through. That's
0: why we got the names, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my impression of the Smoky Mountains. That's right. There people. Uh, no, that's that's. Yeah, you know, I I this is. For the most wonderful time of the year, and I love this time of year. I love that it's chilly. I love I can wear oh, yeah. a light jacket. Yes, uh,
1: this branding that you said that. Uh, what, what? The most it? wonderful time of the year is it? Did Why? You? Why? The song? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it, It's Are they gonna pay me? Who's gonna <laughs> maybe? Who do I collect? <laughs> but um, no, it's it's so it's. Been it's like though. is
1: Christmas the best time of the year, or is it just tricked you into thinking it because there's a song about it. <laughs> Let me have this Subliminal. one. <laughs> let me let me
0: <laughs> I've had this one for a long time, let me continue to have this one. Uh, but no, that's my parish report man. I am awesome. just, just in love with the holidays. Good. Yeah. Got plans, you know, I'm traveling, going to see family. Yeah. Yep, yep. so. yep. How about you? How about you, Dave?
2: Um, well, we after so we started selling our house back in March and we are finally at the point where I think we are going to probably be closing on our new house in the next week or so. Yeah. It's a process. Awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, no, that's a huge praise to be able to. We, we've been living with my parents, and so it'll be nice to be back in our own house and have our own house to ourselves, and yes.
0: So y'all going to be there for the hop for?
2: Um, hopefully. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, everything goes right. We should close next week, and then we'll get to move in within the next week or so. That's Thankfully, awesome, living man. with my parents is we don't have to be out of somewhere at a certain point. We can move incrementally. Yeah. Um, that's But awesome. yes, the plan is to be there for Thanksgiving and honestly even possibly have family over to our house for Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, God is good there and I mean in all honesty, praise just for this job. I have not had this much fun in the job in a long time. I absolutely love it. God, like I said earlier, has blessed me and prepared me for this job in ways that looking back I could not have foreseen. Um so huge praise that God put me here. Um Yeah, it's great. It's awesome.
0: Guys, we did it. Woo. We made it. <sighs> we made a thing. We made a thing today. Um, This has been Church Stories. Drink your milk. So PD on the right over oh, yeah. here found out that the whole drink your milk thing, like the whole Mormons drink a milk Mormon thing. He got it from an SNL sketch like seven <laughs> oh years. Oh my god! Yeah. that's not real. He Googled it. Did you? you
1: yeah, I it. tried to find some link between Mormons and milk, and There's I could no not link. find anything. They
0: just when they had Mitt Romney <laughs> on, they would always
1: do this bit where he'd be well, holding he a glass so of milk. He was so milk. He <laughs> was just so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so it was a bit. I think about that's him. what it is.
1: <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's funny. I can't believe we were about to elect a Mormon. That's what they've been wanting since Joseph Smith. (laughs) I know. We we didn't. We weren't involved. Oh
2: my (laughs) gosh.
0: We didn't. Oh man. Hey, but hey, this is this has been fun. David, thank you. Absolutely. PD, thank you. We're gonna get out of the office
2: now. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you're fine. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) bye. Bye bye.